The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to our 2020 Year in Review on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to share some of the behind-the-scenes happenings and learnings from the MarTech Podcast content production team. Each day this week, we're going to publish an episode that talks about a challenge we face, how we reacted, and what the results were as we created, published, and marketed our content. Joining me today is the man behind the scenes, my head of content production, Mr. Todd Hines. So far this week, Todd and I have talked about some of the things that we've dealt with in 2020, dealing with unforeseen issues and adversity, how we growth hacked some of our growth. Yesterday, we talked about managing some migrations in our MarTech stack. And today, we're going to talk about managing a freelance workforce. Here's the fourth part of my conversation in our 2020 year in review with Mr. Todd Hines. Todd, welcome back to the MarTech podcast. Thanks, Ben. Good to be back. 2020 year in review is almost over. We are 80% of the way through and we're like 90% of the way through the year. Todd, where has time gone? I don't know, but it's good to be looking back at this one in the rear view mirror. We're almost there. Thank God. I know we started the podcast talking about emergency surgeries, babies being born, family members getting sick. Oh, by the way, there was the coronavirus. It's been a heck of a year. And yet we've not only had a new Shapiro boy, we've grown our team in-house here at the MarTech podcast pretty dramatically as well. Talk to me about some of the people management issues and challenges that we've faced in 2020. So the first thing we wanted to think about going into this year was the separation of tasks and teams really between both shows we have, Voices of Search and the MarTech podcast. So we started to think about Rather than individuals working across the different shows, we thought about splitting the team and building a team to focus on Voices of Search and a separate team to focus on MarTech. And in the midst of some of the reshuffling and reorganization there, we also had another teammate who's been with us, dedicated to the show for years. And as her career goals change and she continues to seek to do new things, which we definitely support that, she decided to go a different direction. And so we were also then forced to start to think about rehiring. And then with that, the onboarding and the training and some things that go along with that. So those were some of the main things with team in the last few months. I want to talk about Zori. Zori was our Swiss army knife for years. 
somebody that we found on Upwork to help us with writing some content and doing some publishing. And originally it was write a single line episode and then take this file and publish it on Art19, our host. And then it was, can you create our Squarespace pages? And then it was, can you start emailing the guests from my inbox? And then it was, can you start helping us with content syndication score? And then it was, and then it was, and then it was. And all of a sudden, Zori, who we love working with, we all had a great relationship with, had this huge role across two shows. And it was you, me, Zori, Panos, Gabe's our editor for the other show. Mohammed is doing our list generation. We've got a diverse team, but she had a very big, important role. And look, we hired her on Upwork. We thought of her as an integral portion of the team. She had earned raises multiple times while she worked with us. But the way that we have our team structured, everybody is working on their own business. This is an at-will organization where everyone in the team is essentially a contractor or a freelancer. Todd, you are running the business of Todd Hines. You've got other projects that you work on. I have other projects that I work on. That's our structure for the entire organization. But Zori was a very important part of our team. I hope she is listening to this episode so she can hear how much we valued her contribution, how much we appreciated all of her hard work, and how much she meant to us as an organization. But Zori is emblematic of a business problem that lots of companies and marketers face, where you have someone who is the glue of your entire organization. And because Zori had such diverse tasks and was sort of spread across the entire organization, she was taking our content from, okay, it's been edited through published all the way into guest communication. And it was great, but what happens if Zori gets sick? Or what happens if the person that's on your team decides that they want to go to another team or that their career path changes or they decide they want to prioritize being at home with their family or whatever it is. When you have a key contributor, there is more risk. And so one of the challenges that we were faced when Zori said, hey, for kind of logistical reasons, you know, it's hard for me to be a freelancer in my country. They're changing around some of the rules and some of the taxes, and I need to go find a full-time job. And Zori had been doing kind of administrative work for us for a year, and whatever the reason is, she decided that she wanted to move on to another role. That's going to happen. There's going to be turnover in your team. So Todd, a special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? 
Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. Talk to everybody about how we decided to break up the roles once one of our superheroes within our team decided that they were going to be moving on. What you spoke about, how Zori had been like a Swiss army knife for us and had taken on more and more tasks. And what that becomes is a bit of a vulnerability when that team member decides that it's time to move on. So we thought about maybe better resiliency and less vulnerability if we take tasks and break them down into very specific pieces and assign individuals to very narrow sets of tasks and have one team for one podcast and one team on another, that also makes some redundancy in case we have an issue where we need extra help or focus on one of the podcasts. We have essentially another full team that could step over and help with one show or the other as we needed to adjust things around. So I think a lot of it was just realizing that if we can create some redundancy and if we can minimize the load we put on any one individual for the completion of major tasks, then that would be to our advantage and make us stronger and just more agile and more resilient, I think. And this is an important part about managing a freelance team. Something that we've done, our our workforce is spread around the world between the Philippines, Egypt, Greece, the United Kingdom, the United States, Trinidad. I'm sure I'm missing another country or maybe even two, but we're not exactly talking about two time zones that are next to each other. And so when you're working with this distributed workforce, what is incredibly important is building out paths of communication setting clear expectations, having people understand what their roles and responsibilities are, and then also making sure that the handoffs are very clean. So Todd, this really falls into your responsibility. Walk people through some of the ways that you created the training materials, some of the onboarding you did, and how you're telling people when they're responsible for what work. So starting with Monday, what we did is we made a list of all of the specific things that we wanted to train new team members. So we got clear on the micro pieces of an onboarding and a training process for various tasks. And so once we had that outline, I started uh, using, as it was different in years past, where I had done a lot of screenshots and a lot of written word training documents, I switched to video and started leaning heavily on video. I was I'm using a tool called Loom. So I am creating under five minute video snippets, walking anyone through these individual tasks. And then we have now this library, this archive of great videos that really you can click into to figure out how to do any given task. And then again, using Monday to store, to orchestrate all of these different things, walk someone through an onboarding process. And then once someone's onboarded with Monday, We want everything. It is pretty much just following assignments to you, following due dates, and it's really easy to understand. Yeah, I think that the takeaway here is that there is a life cycle for working with freelance teams and people come in, you give them small tasks that are incredibly important, but you have to give them documentation of what your processes are and an understanding of what they need to do and when it's due. And that needs to be crystal clear. Todd did a great job thinking of all of the tasks 
that our Swiss Army Knife Zori was doing, and we decided that we were going to break those up into a couple different roles and started handing them off to contributors who were able to take on small amounts of work and get started. And eventually, Todd was kind of backfilling for what Zori had been doing, and we are starting to cultivate a working relationship, making sure that we can trust the people that we've hired onto the team to execute, asking them if they can expand their role. And then Todd is able to hand off more responsibility as the team starts to ramp up. So understanding what the tasks are, making it clear how they should be executed, when they should be executed, and then expanding people's roles and constantly giving them opportunity to develop, to take more work, to gain more responsibility, and then more compensation. Now, the flip side of that is over time, those roles become larger and larger because you're developing more of a working relationship with people. And then there is more and more risk that those people are going to potentially leave the organization. It's something you need to be prepared for. And so we have started building out processes where we are constantly creating tutorials and documentation over what we're doing. And we're also trying to do more automation to make it easier for our technology to do heavy lifting instead of having more manual processes that require our freelance army to help us create our content. So moral of the story here is that, you know, we feel like we've created an incredibly talented, thoughtful, valuable staff of freelancers, but we're also trying to be realistic that when someone is freelancing, they might not always want to do the same role. And so we need to start thinking about either rotating those roles, adding additional responsibilities, moving people into managerial processes as well to just keep people motivated. And then there's the notion that people are going to want to change jobs. You got to be ready for it. You got to have some contingency plans as well. So that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Todd Hines, the man behind the curtain here at the MarTech Podcast. If you'd like to hear more of Todd and my learnings from 2020, we're going to publish one more episode this week. So hit the subscribe button and check back in your app tomorrow morning when we talk about how we've learned to focus on keeping our customers happy. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Todd, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Todd Adam Hines, T-O-D-D-A-D-A-M-H-I-N-E-S. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to our website, martechpod.com, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can sign up for our once-a-week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D, on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production.
Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.